0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living with ADHD and CPTSD. Due to my illness that I had with COVID over the past couple weeks, my voice has really taken a beating, and I am not going to be able to record a new episode for CPTSD-related episodes. So here is a bonus podcast that I put out a few months ago called Telling People in Your Life That You Have CPTSD. This was originally put out on June 18th of 2022, so I hope you enjoy this podcast, and I shall be back in perfect condition by next week. All right, enjoy. Hello everyone, and welcome to another bonus episode of Living with ADHD and CPTSD. Today I'm going to talk about who you should or should not reveal your CPTSD to. And the reasons and benefits as to why it would be a good idea, and on the other hand why it won't be a good idea to do so. and. The reason that I'm saying this is because when you are talking to people like it's clearly the the ones that you do discuss this with are like your therapists but like if you know like because you're trusting him to help you and you know guide you towards your progress and healing from your trauma but there are other people in your life that aren't like you don't know for sure if you can trust them enough to tell them like some you know like your your closest friends you would assume or think that if they are really good friends of yours that they would be able to trust it like so that you could tell them now in another way I guess if you really want to look at it from another point of view it is definitely going to be a good way of finding out whether or not the friend that you tell is truly a close friend or a trustworthy friend because if you go and you, you know, you sit them down and one-on-one and you introduce them. You say, okay, all right. I've been right, there's been something I've been wanting to tell you and I've been feeling capable of telling people now and it's been how many years? I have been suffering from CPTSD or childhood trauma and this is exactly how it works and this is who... I was receiving the um, abuse from etc so you know like you, you you can go into whatever details that you feel like going into with them and if they are truly a friend that trusts you and cares a lot about you and your well-being they're going to accept and be supportive of this you know they're going to they're going to sit there and they're going to reflect and they're going to give you you know responses that are supportive and caring and concerning and show you empathy um these are the types of friends that you find out are really good friends now the thing is is if you find out that one of your friends doesn't necessarily feel the same way, like, let's say they're questioning it or or they don't really appear to give you any real good signs of support or empathy or encouragement, etc., then you can discover right there just how good of a friend that person really is. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stop seeing or talking to this person and that they're no longer a friend of yours it's just it gives you a, a much better insight as to where they fit on your friendship scale if you want I guess you could call it that because some you know you're gonna have different levels in closeness when it comes to friends you're gonna have acquaintances you're gonna have uh, casual friends that you either see once in a while maybe they're friends of your friend and that's the only time you see them Uh, maybe they're just a casual friend that maybe you hang out with coffee for maybe every couple of months and you just talk about generalized information like you don't get too deep into each other's stories or maybe you do but you don't really discuss it for a very long time They are probably the type that you wouldn't necessarily borrow money from or lend money to, you know, I guess you could say. And then there are the more in the middle friends who are ones that, you know, you trust and you talk to them on a semi-regular basis or maybe like a weekly situation. Maybe you see them... On occasion but you talk to them over the phone or maybe on um, chat or messenger online but they're not the kind of person that you necessarily reveal something as as serious and as you know close or you know like emotionally responsive as as something is as telling them that you suffer from childhood trauma because they're Like, your repertoire and your level of trust with them is at a certain amount that you don't feel comfortable telling them these sort of things. And there's a good chance that they probably don't tell you things as well about their life and would be surprised if you were to ask them. Now, the the level of friendship that is... are the ones that you would tell... Or that you would reveal a secret like this to or something that's extremely personal and serious would be the the high level friends like you don't not many of us have a lot of them like we're not gonna have a dozen of these friends um and a lot of people who think they do are not really they don't really understand their friends as much as they think they do now, myself, for example, um, not including my girlfriend, because she's at a different level altogether. Like, So that's a separate uh, person. But as far as close friends that I would tell these kind of things to, I have four friends that I would reveal this kind of information to. And the consistent... Um, common thing or common frame of reference for all these four friends is the length of time that I've known them as well as the level of friendship and closeness that we have now two of them I have known for oh my lord I would say well, one since 2006, and I believe the other one another person is like 2007 or 2008, I think. I, I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to think and I don't have time to waste on here obviously with the silence. So uh, I know for sure one is 2006. Now the other thing, and this might or may or may not surprise you, is that all four of my closest friends are women. I really don't have any real close male friends. Um, I think the, m- the main reason for that is that one, my in my school years um, I was bullied obviously, by guys and by my cla- my male classmates on a regular basis. And I, s- I have seen a lot of behaviors and personalities from my point of view that I find a lot of the men that I've been around are immature, uh, not very responsible, very egotistical and act like well like they're like they're a lot of testosterone now okay i don't want to i don't want to give you guys the wrong opinion okay let's be clear i don't hate men of course i am i'm am obviously one myself um i have nothing against against the the, the male side of in on of the humans human beings um there's just there's something that i guess growing up having a brother and uh, a father who was who i should say was he's he's still around who when i was a child was um uh, had a very short temper and was abusive when it came to discipline and verbally assaulting, which is where a lot of my trauma uh, started and was formed. And then of course, the bullying in school uh, has, there is a skewed point of view. And it's just i I seem to be more, like capable, of having honest, frank discussions with women. And I think a lot of the reason is because they are more capable and more willing to listen and be more uh, supportive emotionally and are more capable, in my opinion, of, of being able, of more thoughtful of, and when it comes to responses. And as well, a lot of men A good portion of men out there are not very in touch with their feelings and would have a hard time discussing serious topics such as trauma and other things that you know you're expecting certain responses and certain empathetic um, gestures and and thoughts and feelings from the person that you're talking to now I'm not saying that that of course at all men are like this. So I don't want to. Please don't comment and write to me saying that you are wrong. That that there are men out there that can be this way. My husband is like that. My boyfriend is like that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because I I know that I realize that there are some, there are a portion of men out there who are capable of being emotional and supportive, and on a a a deeper level of connection when it comes to their feelings and their thoughts and empathy so let's just make sure that that's clear so yes um two of my friends i am super close with and i have known for a very long time um there's one who's a fully educated psychologist and she's on occasion helped me out when I've been struggling both with uh trauma um a little bit with my ADHD and and then at times with my relationship when I've been struggling and I've she's one of my best friends and I have known her now oh my lord like like I said 2006 so you're looking at 50 16 years now since I've known her and she's a she's a very intelligent very outgoing and amazing person she's got uh, a, ch- a child her own her own boy and she's you know in a, a very successful relationship and she's worked very hard to get to where she is and she's gone through a lot of life struggles uh, personally on different levels and I look up to her and she's a very inspirational and very motivational person because she 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 doesn't sugarcoat things and she's very intelligent and she definitely knows what she's talking about and then another one of my friends that i have known for about 13 years i think 13 14 years i i'm not 100 percent sure I, I can't quite remember anyway um i the two of us have a really close um personal bond um we're, we were both in relationships we both had struggles Um, we're both dealing with our own anxiety and stresses and we we have our own flaws that that we're aware of that we deal with and we both are dog lovers and we always hang out um, whenever we can we chat a lot we we get together once a month you know work's busy and we're both we both have a lot of things going on so it's not we can't always get together when we can um but i'm i trust her enough to talk to her about pretty much anything and same with her she's she tells me stuff that is personal and deeply emotional and and requires a lot of support and empathy um from my end and back from her and she's a she's a really special friend of mine and i have deep admiration for her and i care about her a great deal and i look out for her and i always want the best for her and she's always wanting the best for me so these these two are like my most deep trusted friends that i know And then I have two others that I've known for a while Um, one I met her as when she became um, a tenant slash roommate of mine when she was looking for a place to live and we just we just had a really good relationship and I found out from the beginning that she was she was um, gay and she's quite a few years younger than I am and even though I don't officially have a sister by blood um, I refer to her as a sister Um, my younger sister I look out for her um, I protect her and make sure that she's okay and if she ever needs any help or if she's ever if she ever has an issue that she's dealing with and struggling I'm always there for her and she can always get in touch with me and she's she thinks the same way. she thinks of me as her as her older brother, as family and we hang out whenever we can we talk a lot um, we, we discuss our problems and, and the struggles that we're going through. And I, I care deeply about her and I always want to make sure that she's, you know, safe and, and happy and healthy because she has been going through some issues um, that are pretty, pretty stressful and very can make life awful difficult at the best of times. And then I have another friend who I met through uh, work one of very I have very very few friends through work and I think the main reason is because I tend to keep my work and my personal life separate I don't like to bring up related things that are private and personal because it's just that level of trust you know like you have to build that and I've only ever met one person through work ever that has been to that level that i trust to that uh, a level that i would consider telling her whatever and i do and she we started i i think she was she started just a little bit after i did at my current job um current being the the location that i support i have been working for this uh, doing support for this particular um, department uh, in my province for almost 11 years now and she started shortly after I started and she was a kind of like a managerial role in a way and we we were always hanging out at work and talking and and we kind of hit it off in, as, a, as friends and she was very helpful. Um, I remember I was I had to go to a location I had to drive I had to get to go to this place to do a medical procedure and they said that I would have to have somebody drive me back um, because it there could be possible side effects from the procedure that would make it uh, extremely difficult to drive so she she drove me there and back. And over she I think it was she was there for about three four years and then she left she still she's still with the company but she left to do a different contract and we just kept talking and over time our friendship grew and it it got stronger and more like personal and I think it was about three years ago I went with my girlfriend to Vancouver for a vacation for a holiday and we went and stayed with her the first night that we got there and she has a she had an amazing apartment downtown Vancouver like on the 34th floor and the view was incredible it was so gorgeous and and the apartment was amazing it had full wall-to-wall windows ceiling to floor it was an amazing view and it had a patio that was incredible and i was so in love with this place and the view it was it was amazing i will never get over that and on top of it the 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 roof had a hot tub (laughs) wow and then we were able to go to the edge of the building and look over and we could see the entire city we could we could see it was a 360 view so you could go and look at any area of vancouver and we were looking at night and we could see like north vancouver and westminster and and the ferries and and it's just it was mind-blowing it took my breath away it was so incredible anyway um she and I are really really good friends we're very close friends Um, she lives in Vancouver still and we chat a lot and we do talk on a phone occasionally when we get a chance she comes to Edmonton every so often and unfortunately the timing of it just didn't work where I wasn't able to see her but yeah we we hang out And when we can if it's possible but we talk and we chat and I tell her all sorts of things and she tells me all sorts of information and she's a very trusted friend and very close friend of mine and I have a great deal of admiration and respect for her and and it's the same from her to me and I will well if she ever needs my help or you know or if, if whenever that is possible i will always be there for her and look out for her but she's got her own she's her life's in perfect you know great setup um i don't think she's got too too much to be concerned about these days so yeah um that's the thing is close friends you can tell things too and it is important because you need people in your life that you can trust and you can trust with your life and tell them anything tell them about your cptsd your trauma the struggles you're going through Um, you can even tell them about like the therapy you're going through Um, tell them about your parts the processing you've done you, can, you should be able to tell them anything like you shouldn't be able to hold anything back from them at all that's the key here and you're not gonna you're you're probably gonna have a very small handful of friends like that but it's important in a life especially when you've when you're dealing with trauma related problems cPTSD, And you're dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress and you need people in your life that you can rely on that's important Um, now telling family that's a trickier one because unless you really know them well and I don't mean immediate family right now I'm talking extended family um, some of us who and I I am sure this is a common thing out there so it may not there may not be a lot of uh, you out there who have extended family members that you can talk to about your trauma so if that is the case I am very sorry that you don't I wish you could have a family member like an aunt or an uncle or even a grandparent or a cousin to talk to like I really wish you did because that's it's really important because you obviously they they care about you you know they're you're their their your nephew or niece or cousin or grandson or grandchild excuse me and they're going to care deeply about you assuming that you have a good relationship with your family now that being said even though you may have like I I have a really good close relationship with all my family members on my father's side uh i think there's maybe a couple that i don't really see or talk to for reasons that i am not going to explain and so even though i I have relation i have a good relationship with them all um I would never really discuss this kind of related problem like my CPTSD or my trauma. I would never really discuss it with the men on the side of the family because they're from a generation who grew up with the belief and the understanding that our feelings and our emotions and our personal issues are kept to ourselves and we don't talk about it. I have a feeling out there that a lot of you have a very similar understanding of your uncles or male cousins depending on your age that that's the same sort of belief. Now you might have some that that aren't thinking that way and that's fantastic. So I hope that is the case, but I do know on a personal level that I do not. And it's okay. Like I'm, it's not like I'm upset or sad that I can't talk to any of my uncles in regard relating or regards to my trauma. It's just that's just the way it is, and I accepted that a long time ago, and I don't really think about it, and I'm not about to try. Um, the odds are very slim that anybody would, any of them would, would talk about it and then on the women on the female side i have four four aunts who are all professionally educated and they they are a lot more well women tend to be way more open and willing to talk about personal things and talk about their feelings and and problems and be more emotional about it, which is, in my opinion, a great thing. I have no issues with that. So I have no problem... I've never had a problem with women um, being capable of, of showing emotion and expressing their feelings and their thoughts and being expressive to anybody. That's That's a great thing, and I love it. So... There... I only okay I know two of them really well two of them the other two I, I, I obviously know them but there are things that we don't talk about like you know you just kind of have an understanding I have a I have a long history with my family so I I know who is, who are the ones that you are be, I'd be more willing to discuss these sort of issues with and who I'm not and there are two of them that I have spilled everything to and one of them is a retired psychologist and the other one is uh, the youngest sister of them of this of the family and she really cares about me she's really she's always been concerned always looks out for me wants the best in my life And I remember talking and telling her all about all this stuff and she was really concerned and we had a phone call uh, about uh, three weeks later just discussing things and trauma and and going through it all and so of, of like the nine members of the family there are two that I would discuss with and I, there's an understanding and a trust there that it won't be discussed with anybody else um, that's a given and I believe and trust it that, that will always be the case now when it comes to cousins like people who are at my age level that are you know children of, of the main family or their in-laws there are there aren't very many like there's a lot I have a lot of cousins and to to, you know the funny thing the irony of all this is the only ones that I have ever really discussed anything with are the in-laws like there are two that are married to my male cousins and both of them are older, and they're the only ones that I have discussed it with. Um, I haven't necessarily revealed everything to them, um, but I have discussed to a degree about my trauma to them, and they have been helpful and willing for to let me talk to them about whatever I need to talk about. So I have that level, and it's kind of a rare thing and that's and that's where you, that's where the interesting thing about this when you when you look at it and you examine like if if i showed you the family tree and i get and, and my friends and and everybody that i know if you look at it there's just over 40 my family members in the fa- that are currently um living in a in and near the you know where i live and that i can i that I know and talk to and out of those 40 some family members there's only four of them that I have ever talked about anything to do with my trauma and CPTSD or my ADHD or my anxiety so that's a very small percentage and that's not even ten percent I think that's like five maybe five percent I don't I don't know so it's it's a very small select special group of people that I trust enough to tell them about it and everybody else I prefer to keep it quiet and I'm I have a feeling I will probably never really tell them and the reason is is because there's people in your life that you want to protect like, I'm not saying that if I reveal that there's going to be a, an onslaught of FBI agents or police officers that are going to come and arrest them and take them away or they're going to find illegal substances or anything. No, that's, that's not at all what I mean, of course. I'm talking about protecting their... I don't know what the right word is. It's like, imagine someone thinks that they've given you the best life that they, they think you're an amazing, they've done everything they can, they've given you all their time and effort and and they've spent so much of their energy and their life giving you what they can. And then you go and you tell them that you think that they, they're they a horrible person because of this and this and this. Even though the reality in your mind and maybe with a few other people is, is such the, is, is that way, you're You have to decide and you have to think hard about it that you can't I I can't discuss this with people who I know are likely to reveal it or tell them and it's for the benefit of their own security and their own like personal life because if if they did find out they'd be crushed and they'd be mortified and it could be very detrimental to them both mentally and health and physical health so you know it's never going to happen and that's just it's just a safety thing it's just you know like i would love to be able to one day you know if if everything worked out in a great way and it was possible i would love to be able to to sit down with that person and tell them about it and how i feel and everything and that they would understand and things would be amazing after and the best you know that it would be great i would i would love to have that opportunity but i can't imagine that it's ever going to happen and so i've i made a decision and i'm sticking with That I'm not going to ever discuss it with them and I'm gonna they're only going to be certain people that I will ever tell about my trauma Uh, now the only other level that is beyond that would be immediate so if you're married and or if you have a relationship like you've got a girlfriend and 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 you guys obviously are super close and it or and it's meant to be kind of thing and you trust them with your life and they trust you with their life and you you are expected to tell them everything and hide nothing and be honest and truthful and real with them every day all the time then it's expected unless of course this is the the exception is unless of course that person is the person who is abusing you whether it's mentally or physically. Um, if that's the person who's doing it and you're stuck in that relationship because of just the way life is right now, then obviously you're not going to be telling them because that's like a life a death sentence uh, for someone who has been trying to avoid further abuse that's just the worst thing to ever do but if the relationship is obviously working and it is supposed to be the way it should be then you should be able to tell them everything and tell them all your secrets and and your um dark side and and tell them about your trauma and your fears and and what you've been through you should be able to tell them everything and not have to be uh, afraid of of it, and and worry that that something they're going to get, they're going to leak something, or that they're going to they're going to think differently of you, or no longer love you, or leave you because you've told them. There's no fear in that, and there shouldn't be any fear in telling them about these things. And that's of all the people in your life. And if you do have someone like that, then you are blessed and privileged to have that and there are many there are millions and millions of us out there who have this and many of us many of them out there who have no trauma and but the funny thing is uh, I guess maybe I shouldn't say funny but the most interesting aspect of all this is that there are a lot of people out there In the world today, who have never revealed that they have dealt with at some point in their life some form of abuse, whether it's mental abuse, physical abuse, um, maybe they were in a relationship with a narcissist or a psychopath, maybe they were raised by one or both of them, and maybe they just have hidden it well, or maybe they've gone through the all the work and have healed and it's there in their mind and they've been able to cope with it and they live with it and they've never told their partner or it's just too scary and they haven't had the courage to stand up and say anything to someone there are a lot of people out there who also don't know that this is what they've been through and a lot of undiagnosed people out there who have childhood trauma or CPTSD that aren't aware of it. And many who have other disabilities or other, other issues like ADHD or general anxiety and aren't aware that there's a, that what they've actually been through as a child, which was trauma, you know, trauma related issues, physical, mental, um, Other, you know, other similar things that this is what could have caused it that could have been the reason for that ADHD or that anxiety, and haven't been aware enough to go out and get the help that they are needing to get past this and get and get towards your healing process. So, there's a lot of people out there that haven't discussed it or don't know or don't realize, and it's is extremely vital and it is so important for people out there who have dealt with this to be able to have one have somebody in their life and even if it isn't a personal like a relationship or a, a married you know husband or wife even if it's just a like a super close friend or a really close family member that you can discuss these things with, that's extremely valuable and very important in helping that person continue living. Because if they're alone and they don't feel that they can trust anybody, including therapists, which is really sad, then they're they're like they're less likely to ever heal from this and they're gonna face issues every day for the rest of their life. And Unfortunately, there's a good possibility that it could become too much for them. And unfortunately, they, they could choose to go and, and end it and commit suicide because it's just too much. And they need someone out there to, to be able to trust and to be able to tell these things to. And it's extremely important in someone's life someone who's been struggling with trauma they need that and there's a lot of people out there who unfortunately don't have that kind of a person in their life and if if you are a friend you're a close friend of someone who's who you suspect has been dealing with trauma and has faced abuse from a family member, or a friend, or a school. Um, it's a difficult. It's it's not an easy path to 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 cross and to walk on because you don't want to. You don't want to indicate or assume something and then tell them or ask them about it and then they get defensive because they're scared and they're wondering what the hell how did they, how did you find out who who you've been talking to etc. you know like they start to get paranoid and and worried because they're afraid right because they don't they don't know if they can trust you with that kind of information so you you need to be smart about it and and determine for yourself if asking them about it or trying to talk to them about it is the wise thing to do, because it could backfire on you, and you might end up losing that person as a friend if you don't do it right. It's, It's a very touchy subject, especially if someone's had extreme trauma throughout their life, and are struggling with it. You don't really know how to handle it. And so it might be a good idea to talk to a professional and get some help or maybe get some advice as to what to do. Maybe find a way to help them and get them the right help they need. You know, it's, it's difficult to know exactly what to do. Okay, that's it for today's bonus episode. Um, It is a bit longer, but that's fine. Uh, If you'd like to get in touch with me, if you have any comments, questions, uh, opinions on what has been discussed, uh, you can contact me, there's a number of ways. Um, You can contact me through Twitter, uh, at ADHD and CPTSD. You can email me, it's livingwithadhdandcptsd at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website and contact me there. It's livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca And yeah, I'd be more than willing to discuss, um, give you a response. Um, You can share your thoughts and opinions with me. Um, If you want to be a guest on the show, uh, you are more than happy to let me know and we can definitely arrange uh, a day to do an interview. If you find that this is extremely helpful to you and you are getting a lot of inspiration out of this and important information for you or for someone else, you can always help me out. Um, you can go to kofi.com. that is ko-fi.com/ living with ADHD and CPTSD and you can donate to me. You can also become, if, if you are a subscriber, that's great. Um, you can let others know about the podcast and you can let them know about the special bonus episodes and becoming a, a subscriber to access them. And yeah, like I would be really happy if you did that. It would be supporting the show and allowing for me to be able to create more and more episodes. Um check out my other episodes and I hope that you find them helpful and a lot of information is uh, useful for you. All right, that's it. Um, Have a good day, everybody. Bye.